0: hello everybody and welcome to another brand new episode of topic thunder here from the top 10 show i'm john roca
1: and i am matt nost we do this show for our patrons over at patreon.com forward slash the top 10 with the number 10 there's an email address over there they send in topics questions uh ideas they'd like us to talk about we don't know what they are beforehand we just answer the emails as they come in yeah
0: Um, all right. I think you start us off, Matt. Uh, what we got.
1: All right. This one comes from Michael Okay. Guessing that's how you pronounce it. It Says hi, Matt and John, the NFL has really gone gone all in with international games this year. And with one game in Mexico, one in Germany and three games in London, which is great for us European fans. That got me thinking about your top 10 show that you did in London, which was excellent. I really enjoyed watching you guys live and talk to you over a drink afterwards. I would of course love to be able to see another show with you if you decide to go back. So let's say that you would parenthetically in a let's please Michael scenario and do a show in London this fall and combine that with going to an NFL game with us fans. Which game would you choose and why? Good questions. Here are the games played in London in 2022. The Vikings versus the Saints, the Giants versus the Packers, or the Broncos versus the Jaguars. Jesus. And he says, thank you for all the entertainment you provide each week. And I would also like to give a big thanks to Steve Morris and Andy Merriweather, even if they're not on Topic Thunder. Take care, Michael.
0: <laughs> thank you, Mike. Um, I guess I would default to Broncos, Jaguars because um, I got a feeling getting rid of Urban Meyer, this team is going to be a little bit better this year. I think Trevor Lawrence is going to make uh, um, some strides uh, forward as a quarterback, and I want to see what Russell can do with this Denver team. So I would love – so that's, that's the one I would default to. I, I don't know who the quarterback is for the Giants, but Daniel Jones ain't it. Um, and seeing them take on Aaron Rodgers, who has not become my favorite person, so I have no interest – in that, I don't want to see Kirk Cousins versus Jameis Winston. No thanks. So, uh, yeah, so Broncos-Jaguars my default pick, absolutely.
1: Well, Michael, if you're saying which game would we pay money to go see, I it sucks that these are the three to choose from yeah. for you.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: I mean, hopefully the tickets aren't crazy expensive, but considering there's only three NFL games in London this year, I'm guessing they will be.
0: Probably, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Um. Cause they're expensive here. I uh, yeah. just figured limited supply, even though there's a smaller fan base still in even more limited supply. I mean, technically Rogers is the biggest star. Right. And, but that team around him, I don't know what the hell they're going to be, especially on offense.
0: Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: And I mean, <laughs> on some level, the Vikings and the saints are the most, Complete teams that are squaring off. How, how can you say that though? Well, the Giants, as you brought up, Jones is not the quarterback of the future, but he's probably gonna be playing this year. Who knows yeah. if you're gonna get Saquon because he's so injury prone. Yeah, yeah. The Packers, true. I don't have the slightest clue what their offense is gonna look like. Yeah, with no, no receivers, right? Yeah, the Broncos, sure, on that side, uh, they have they have a greater sense of identity, but the yeah. Jaguars, I don't think they have a fucking clue who they are. Yeah, so I'm just saying. Feel-
0: Yeah, okay, go ahead, go ahead.
1: For for two teams that just like, at least they have some semblance of an identity. Right. They're at least closer to that. Yeah, I don't know. If you're just going for star power, then the Packers game has the biggest star. Right. After that, it'd be the Broncos, and then it'd be the Vikings. Technically, I guess. Yeah. On the third one. But uh, yeah, I don't think there's a like a standalone game amongst the three
0: yeah if i were you um michael i would take a trip to germany and see the germany game
1: which game i'm literally looking that up now
0: it's seattle seahawks versus tampa bay buccaneers
1: yeah way better in way better
0: in the alliance arena home of Bayern munich so you get to see one of the storied stadiums in europe um Alliance Arena and then and uh, the home of one of the storied clubs there in Bayern Munich and then get to see this game you get to see Tom Brady and whoever the um quarterback is for the uh, uh Seattle Seahawks which right now I think is is irrelevant.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Uh but at least like Tampa Bay should come out put a bunch of points up early. Yeah, definitely. And you you'll get to see their offense. Yeah. Just out there uh humming. Exactly. Yeah, it's just of those other six teams, I mean, offensively, if you just want to see a bunch of points scored, that Minnesota game has the best chance. Just That's because that fair. That's- That offense knows precisely what they are. Even with Cousins, but you still have two elite receivers plus an elite running back.
0: James loves to throw that ball. So, on the other side, so you're right.
1: Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, whereas the, the yeah. Giants, like, if Rodgers doesn't have any receivers, then he's going to be relying on Jones out of the backfield, and that's who precisely who the Giants are going to be relying on, right. is Barkley. So it's going to be a grounded pound game. There's a good chance of that. Yeah, they've got
0: Geno Smith,
1: <laughs> Drew Locke, and Jacob Eason. Yeah, I think Drew Locke is the tentative yeah. Former starter. Butler. Yeah, I don't. Uh, that that uh, sucks. Is what that does. Because Gino's
0: got some DUI stuff he's got to figure out first. Um, I'm looking to see if Jacob Eason is related to Tony Eason. Eason was born to Tony and Christine Eason. His father played college. Oh, but he's not the Tony Eason from the Patriots who went to the Super Bowl against your Bears in 1985. So it did. Wow. So he's the son of someone named Tony Eason. But not that Tony Eason. Wow. Made it to the NFL. Yeah, no. This kid played for Washington. No way is this kid your your future in any way, shape, or form. It makes it even crazier that Baker Mayfield can't get on this roster. Like, what? You know, yeah, I don't know. That's crazy to me. I think they're immediately a playoff team with Baker Mayfield on the roster because of Pete Carroll as a coach. And
1: Yeah, but that NFC West is strong as shit. That's yes,
0: true. The forty ers and the Rams. Yeah, so
1: they would still be. So why invest in Baker if you know yeah. and the the Cardinals
0: and the Cardinals, right? With Kyler,
1: yeah, you got yeah. three teams that are going to be a problem for you. Yeah. Um. Mm. So okay. yeah, we'll see, and then. Uh, but you want to see Brady live?
0: You want to see Brady live? That's what I would say. Michael, go to Germany, go see Brady live. I mean, Rogers, blah, go see Brady, man. That's who you want to see live. It's like seeing Jordan.
1: But well, Rodgers is a Hall of Famer. Rogers won one fucking Super Bowl. Give Doesn't matter. He's going to be a Hall of Famer.
0: Peyton has more Super
1: Bowls than he does. Yeah, he does. Eli oh.
0: has more Super Bowls than
1: he does. But that just shows you how difficult it is. If you take you subtract yeah. Brady, before there was a Brady, getting one Super Bowl was a hell of an achievement. Two was fantastic. Three was pantheon.
0: Yeah, I think it's was who's Terry Bradshaw and Brady. Are those the only two that have like that have played? You know, that many Super Super
1: Bowl, more than everybody else. Uh, Otherwise, you'd say Montana, but he only went into three. Yeah. Yeah. It just shows you how rarefied that area is because you got to get a bunch of stuff to break your teams away.
0: Well, uh, to win, I guess, on the other side, always been there six times, right? Because he won twice. Was there four times before he was losing. Uh, Kelly was there four times, right? Yeah, yeah. So most Super Bowl appearances by QB, 10 Tom Brady. God damn, dude. God damn. Um, Five by Elway. So I guess he, I thought he won a second one, didn't he?
1: Yeah, he won two. He won the back-to-back in Denver and then retired.
0: Yeah. Didn't he lose three of them? Or four of them? I thought he lost four of them. Maybe he only lost three of them. I don't know. That's weird. Uh, Yeah, Manning behind him with four, Kelly with four, Frank Reich with four. I don't think that should count at all as a backup. Uh Joe Montana with four, mm. Bradshaw with four, Staubach with four, Earl Morrill with four, Roethlisberger with, with three, which is kind of a, a crime. Those Steeler teams under him were really fucking good. They just couldn't get past those Patriots. Aikman with three, Mahomes with only uh, and Greasy and Tarkenton with three. I I... I thought Target. This is wrong. This has to be wrong. Because I I thought Elway went like fuck, six times. No? Elway two and three. Fascinating. Okay. <sighs> Bradshaw, Montana, and Aikman are the only ones over two Super Bowl wins who are undefeated in their Super Bowls. Um, wow.
1: Okay. Yeah, that's not bad.
0: Plunkett. And Manning are undefeated as well as two, at two and zero. Oh. Jim Plunkett—I don't even think of Jim Plunkett as a Super Bowl quarterback.
1: No. And, <laughs> I mean Manning—he's gonna—he's gonna make the Hall. He's not a Hall of Fame quarterback.
0: I don't think he should make the Hall. He I really will. Don't. I know it he sucks. Will.
1: He's in the country's largest market, and he overcame yeah. the hated Patriots twice. twice. Yes. Yeah. I mean that's once. Yeah, yeah. They were on their way to a perfect season, It looked like the all-time juggernaut of juggernauts, and they beat them. Yep. It's like you're going to the Hall of Fame. Yeah, you are.
0: I rewatched that uh, episode the other day. NFL playbook, the half an hour episode they do showcasing that, that uh, Super Bowls, the Super Bowls, and I watched the one on that one. It's it's hard to believe how much of a monumental task. Yeah, nobody expected that Giants' no. to no
1: Super Bowl, let alone win. you know they were the plucky, lilies guys. Good for you, you made it the <laughs> Super Bowl. Sucks, you, you know what? Like, there's no shame. Hopefully, you keep this close. Yeah, you look, you got here. That's what's really. That's what you should hang. It's your really, hat. Impressive. really impressive. Congratulations. Good job, guys. Yeah, and then uh, to win the game. I mean, it's just unfathomable. The, the Patriots were so good. I forgot Junior Seau was on that team. He's essentially the
0: Carl Malone to the Lakers oh. in that situation.
1: It's, it was seeing what Randy Moss movie? on a team that finally understood how good Randy Moss was. Right. Good point. Yeah. Because before that, like you know, he had, he had uh, quarterbacks that kind of understood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, just it was all lining up for them to be the best team of all time. It still probably chaps their ass.
0: Have, oh, there's no way it doesn't. There's no way Brady doesn't still have moments where he just blurts out something out of anger because of some play or something. I mean, because there's no way you can watch that helmet catch and be like, okay with it, if you're a big
1: well, Patriots fan. David was Tyree one. was out of the league within a season after that. Yeah, right, exactly. Just shows you how fluky it was. And not to say that the guy's not an amazing athlete, but he could not, yeah, of the 100 and something wide receiver jobs, yeah, after playing that well in the Super Bowl, couldn't maintain a position in the league. Not even a backup, dude. Yeah, not even off the bench, he couldn't maintain a position. That's how cutthroat the NFL is, though. Yeah, man, it's
0: rough. And watching that, uh, watching that play again too is so funny because so many Patriots fans are like, there's so much holding on that play, burr, burr, burr. but when you watch it, there really isn't there. It's good blocking. It's really good blocking. And it's also the championship. Exactly. And and they had three attempts to grab him and his jersey. And they had hands on Eli and Eli was able to elude them. So there should be no fucking crying from Patriots fans about that play. Uh, for God's sakes. Cause you blew it. You guys, your guys fucking blew it. Um, and it's a shame. Both Moss and say, say I'll never got that ring, man. So, um, and of course, what happened with him, which is such a shame, with Junior say, so
1: yeah. Um, all right, should we move on? <laughs> uh, yeah, but thank you, Michael. And uh, let us know which game you go to. Yeah, please let us know. Uh, because we're not going
0: anywhere with uh, with covet still kind of going on. Fashion faux pas. Yeah, this is from Deepak Mawar or Mawar. Uh, he says, Hey, gang, hope you guys are well. We've all been there. There was not one time we thought, Yeah, I'll wear that v neck t shirt that goes way past the nipples, even though it's utterly obscene. I want to put it on the record. I have not done this. So my question to you guys is, is there a fashion trend that you were into that you now think about slash look back at and squeal a little bit inside? Or if you avoided such pitfalls, is there a fashion trend you remember and thought, my God, what is going on there? Wishing you both the very best and keeping uh, and keep up the amazing content. Uh, my best Deepak, Matt, I turn it to you.
1: So many, fashion where you see like the that i didn't do uh, the the second part of this question that where you saw it and you thought in the time like why why is this a thing (laughs) the insanely baggy jeans oh yeah where you have like two feet of room on either side of your leg yeah and in a niche way it's come back a little bit it's so weird to watch a bunch of 90s trends over the past like three years float back in and be like guys i lived it and i didn't really care for a lot of this at the time <laughs> i'm telling you it's not a good look you're not going to look back on this fondly yeah um or the the people that with like the frosted tips oof, and the hair yeah that was a bad one yeah uh i remember for two days in eighth grade i slicked my hair back like pat riley <laughs> did it for two days and then was like this is not me and i moved on <laughs> uh i'm trying to think what do you got it'll give me um, a second to think
0: yeah well, i mean uh the oversized suits uh i think that in the 90s as well that was kind of the urban trend to wear kind of the oversized suits with the pleat pants i think the pleats are a thing too that where i would never wear pleats now no um and seeing back then that I did wear pleats because I still have pictures of me from back then it is a bit fucking weird and unsettling um trend that I watched happen that yeah kind of a, a, to an extent the hammer pants like I saw people with hammer pants and I just didn't understand that at all um uh, walking around and women too like with those whatever those things were in the 80s with the big billowy areas in the thighs like that was so weird I never understood that trend at all because your butt looks so dumpy in that fucking clothes, it doesn't make any sense. Oh to, yeah, to wear that shit, male or female, your butt looks so dumpy. So it just make doesn't make any sense to wear that shit. Um, I liked shoulder pads. I didn't have an issue with that with with women wearing shoulder pads. Um, anything that I no, I never. I, we didn't have a lot of money. I grew up poor, so you know I couldn't buy parachute pants. Even knockoff parachute pants, I couldn't wear when I was uh, growing up. Um, um, but is there a trend I know I love the Jordans I didn't have an issue with Jordans I mean I'm not the most fashionable guy Matt so I don't know if there was much fashion that I would oh like the multicolored like what do you call that like like Jackson Pollock type jackets and pants I never understood that always hated that look in the 90s I was not a fan of that at all so that's the kind of fashion trend that I was
1: What? okay with. what type of material
0: I don't even know. It just looked like paint was thrown on top of, yeah, leather jackets or the pants, jeans and stuff like that. Just never was my jam, dude. I didn't like it at all.
1: I'd say that Paul Pierce looked ridiculous last night in his massive oversized leather Celtics jacket. Oh, I haven't even seen that. Oof. He's sitting on the sideline. Now I'm gonna look uh uh-huh. He's getting puffy. He's not, <laughs> he's not fat yet, but he's getting puffy.
0: Like Charles puffy or like...
1: Nah, not okay. quite there, but... Okay. I mean, he always had the look of, you're probably going to be fat when you're older.
0: Yeah, he's got one of those faces. Yeah, he just yeah.
1: got one of those like, mm, you You seem to be holding back like the Dutch boy with his finger in the dike, holding back, you know, the fat in this instance, in this metaphor. Uh, but those types of jackets from like the early 90s, I never understood. It was kind of like a hip hop trend. Yeah, yeah. So It was never for me, but I didn't aesthetically. I was like, I don't understand the point of this.
0: Oh, my God. Look at the size of that
1: thing. Oh, it's huge. It's so massive.
0: It's not covering what he thinks it's covering.
1: No, it, yeah. makes, it makes it look worse. Yeah, it does, actually. It does. <laughs> it makes like... him look makes him look oh. much heavier than he is.
0: The collar is even worse. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yikes. Yeah, I don't understand that.
1: I remember a friend of mine started wearing overalls in high school because it was technically popular. Yeah. But nobody at my school was really doing it. So he was like, I'm going to be the guy that wears overalls. And he did it for, you know, with like the one strap down. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. One strap on type of thing and just looking at it going, Dude, you look terrible.
0: Yeah, the Southern Hillbilly serial killer look. Yeah, no,
1: I don't understand why you I, yeah. t- I appreciate that you're trying to be you and unique. This isn't it, man. This is not it.
0: Did he roll up the cuffs at the bottom too, so you could see his fucking timberlands or something? Oh,
1: that, like? I don't no, he didn't do he wasn't the timberlands okay. type of guy.
0: All right, all right,
1: fair. I enough. don't remember if he rolled I mean, I, I rolled my pants for a short window of time because that was what you did. <laughs>
0: I rolled them only because, like I said, we were poor, man. I had to buy what I could buy. And if they were longer than they needed to be, I just rolled them up, man. So <laughs> I had to be able to walk.
1: Yeah, I did. Uh, the fashion of uh, for, like, I don't know, semester or maybe a full year was rolled pants. So I rolled yeah. them. Yeah, More often, I still remember how to do it. <laughs> you roll it up like once or twice. So you get like a one inch lip and then you fold that over itself. And then you roll yeah. it a couple more times and then it holds it and locks it in place. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> yes, I did that for a decent amount of time. I mean, now I don't think either of us is subject to those types of trends. Cause it just, you buy what you buy, you wear yeah. what you wear.
0: As long as I feel like I look comfortable in it and I'm okay with it. Uh, yeah, exactly. I don't, I'm not trying to be fashionable out here. Yeah. I'm just trying to look okay. Um, yeah, no one's looking at me That kind of you know um i don't have an instagram account that does that uh yeah. pierce <laughs> is getting roasted over this jacket they're like it's the middle of june why is he wearing a jacket this big indoors
1: just ridiculous the best the clip from that last night is he goes to high five a guy turns around he's high-fiving people yeah. and pierce is sitting there and he puts his hand up to be high five and the guy turns around because he didn't <laughs> see him and pierce just sits there for about two seconds with his hand up and some other random dude jumps up and slaps his hand Probably one of his handlers. <laughs> good, yeah, good move. Can't Somebody leave it. his handlers. bossy or something. Yeah, oh, yeah. But that jacket, seeing it last night, it's like, Paul, what are we doing? Oh, I just saw
0: that. There it is. Yeah, the dude gets up from the side and slaps.
1: Paul yeah, off camera. Thing. You don't know. <laughs> who... <laughs> I can't Looks like looking. he's in the row in front of him. Can't yeah, tell yeah. though.
0: He's on the side. I can't have you looking. Uh, I can't have you being embarrassed, boss. Oh
1: my. Yeah, God, that could be the manager of his weed <laughs> warehouse here in L.A. He's just there on a business trip to expand potential opportunities.
0: I don't know how to feel about him, man. Because I'm, I don't see him as a Celtic great, even though I know he's a Celtic great. I, I just don't see him in the same breath as Larry or Robert Parrish. or Nope, even even um, uh, Reggie Lewis, uh, like those guys, you know, or even even Antoine Walker a little bit. I would I would put in my mind a little bit above Paul. I know Paul won games and all that, but then came back from a stabbing. Like I get it, but I just don't see him in the same kind of vein as those legends of the Celtics. You know,
1: I'll take it a step further. I don't think he's a hall of famer, even though I know he's a hall of famer. Wow. That is strong. At no point. Did did I ever watch Paul Pierce and go that dude is (laughs) legit. Just like it always. I don't know. Yeah. Every shot was like, yeah, it went in, but it felt like a wing and a prayer, man. <laughs> Even though you shot it well and by the numbers and everything else, you're a Hall of Famer. <laughs> but I always felt bad for the kids. They're like, Paul Pierce is my favorite player. And you're like, it sucks growing up in Boston right now. Yeah, I've never. The truth lies is what I'm saying. Um, <laughs> Ooh, man. Bring it up the Bring it up. Uh, it's, it's fine. Yeah. But then watching him go. Like any talking head situation where he's like such and such isn't a top three player or top five player or whatever. And yeah. Be like, who the f-
0: who the but, fuck are you? When he goes after LeBron, it's beyond comical, man. It's beyond comical.
1: Oh, yeah. No, it's pure at jealousy. this point, it's just pure hatred. Yeah, pure hatred so he, and jealousy, man. Yeah. His his opinion about LeBron is utterly meaningless. Yeah. I mean, it's
0: <laughs> okay, yeah, it's not
1: based in truth, it's just irrational hatred. Yeah, yeah.
0: Uh it's worth than Bay- it's worse than Bayless. It's, it's it doesn't make any yeah. sense. Um, although you I, I will say the other day, um, I saw what's his face get his butt hand- Oh, Stephen A get his ass handed to him oh, by JJ yeah. Reddick and um and CJ McCollum. CJ McCollum, yeah. I, I mean bringing in McCollum was a fucking stroke of genius. Like, initially I was like, Ah, why? He's not even like he's never been to a finals. Why are you bringing him in? But no, man, he is a current superstar. Or Current star, at least you would say, yeah, and he can shut down this business. And Le- I was watching Levitard talk about this, I think it's brilliant. Levitard, and this should scare every person who wants to get into sports who's never played. Levitard said, like, said, this is a trend that's going to continue. Oh, These athletes want to own the talk space now because they're the ones who did it, they know better than anybody else mm-hmm. what it's like. Now, I don't 100% agree with that because people on the outside do have a different perspective and that's necessary. But the fact that we're going to see more of these athletes, I I think that's actually a smart move because that's what the fans want. They want that insider knowledge of what it's like to be in the game, what it's like to be in these situations, to be in the locker rooms, training camps, whatever. So it's smart. I like it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, it's just when you have Stephen a on there and it's like, there's no way you watch enough games. Yeah. No. Because you're bouncing around and you have an opinion on every single sport. It's like, you don't have the time. Yeah. There are not enough hours in the day for you to be able to watch all these sports and have an opinion about every single one. So to see someone call him on his bullshit. Yeah. It's like, yeah, yeah. You're fucking full of it, man. Yeah. Do I think you watch some games? Yes. Is there a time in your life when you were a beat reporter in Philadelphia and you had your finger on the pulse of basketball? hundred percent because that was your only fucking beat. Right. Um, but those days are long since gone. And now you're just a guy up there to, to bloviate and to say outlandish things, to get eyeballs and clicks. Yeah, exactly. It's a different job entirely.
0: A hundred percent, dude, you're a hundred percent, right? Um, all right. I think we have time for one more. If it's a quick one, what do you uh, say? Sure. Let's okay. do it. Uh, this one's all from right. Scott Collins it says, uh, Hey John and Matt long time. Oh, you're listening. just
1: stealing it from me, huh? <laughs>
0: Sorry, Matt. Oh, I'm sorry. You're right. You're right. Go ahead, brother. Take it. Take Fine. it. Take it. Sorry. So about you
1: that. already started. We Leave the talking. No, 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 go. no. You
0: go, man. We were talking basketball. I got, uh, go ahead, brother. I'm sorry. Good.
1: Uh, all right. So it's, it's hey, John and Matt, longtime listener, and finally signed up for Patreon. Was listening to your child led grown up top ten, and totally agree with Bobby Fisher. What a great movie. I think we interpret the ending different. Matt said he got into trouble in the last match by losing his queen early. I think he did that on purpose. Ooh. The moment he lost his queen, he won the game. If you remember early in the movie, he lost his queen, got flustered, gave up. This time he pretended to get flustered, made his opponent play fast like the street game with overconfidence and took him. The best part of the scene is when his opponent loses, he goes to his coach father and hugs him hard crying. He probably thought he lost his dad's love the way he pushed him in the movie. Uh, Scott Collins, um, your thoughts? Is that his
0: dad? I, first of all, I, I think that's just his trainer, isn't it? The guy, the British dude or whatever, who was like um, going up against Ben Kingsley. Isn't he the trainer, not his dad?
1: Or I don't remember.
0: else. Okay. Um, yeah, I think it does make sense that he gave up the queen. He could make sense. He gave up the queen on purpose, played the flustered game to drag him in because he knew the kid was overconfident and then smoked him. So that's certainly possible. But I think the better narrative story is he lost he, – once again, he lost, the, he lost the queen early, and instead of getting flustered, he took control of himself, played it like he was getting flustered to kind of take advantage of it and control his own emotions, and use that to kind of trick the kid into playing a street-style game and then beat him. So that's what I think makes more sense to me narratively in the story that they're telling – because obviously I don't know what actually happened in the match. I haven't studied his games or anything. Um, but that seems to make sense for me. Because it shows growth in the character and arc in the character. Mm-hmm. And tricking the young kid almost has a um, malevolent vibe to it. So I don't... Uh, the whole point of the movie was the kid didn't have that streak in him. He, he was determined to win but he wasn't determined to win and embarrass at all costs. Um He wasn't trying to teach the kid a lesson. He was trying to win the game. And I think if he was trying to teach the kid a lesson, that'd be a different approach. So what do you think?
1: Uh, yeah, I think those are both very valid interpretations of what's going on there. Yeah. Yeah. It's just been a bit um, since you've seen it. Is that what you said? Uh, no, 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 I, I just, uh, I think that, I don't know that I see one is more correct than the other. Cause I oh, think fair. you could view it uh, in either. Um, I do think you, I, I, air on the side of your interpretation a little bit in the the character hasn't really exhibit, exhibited that type of behavior before yeah it would set some you know massive trap and right. just kind of lie and wait as the person fell for it. but that's good tactics it's true it's true so he's kind of combining a little bit of what he learned from ben kingsley and what he learned from uh uh is it Lawrence fishburne on the yes streets? Lawrence
0: fishburne yeah. and ben kingsley yes
1: Uh, And it's just kind of a nice combination, the joy from one side and the uh, calculus from the other uh, type of situation. But the idea that. Knowing that if he surrenders his queen, he can get the other person to play more uh, reckless and foolhardy because they think they have such a tremendous upper hand. Right, right. Is entirely possible just to, you know, uh, I could see that being an easy mental trap that a young player or a player in general would fall into yeah um having played chess at the highest levels it's like i have (laughs) so
0: that's right be the grandmaster.
1: oh yeah uh (laughs) but uh yeah i like it i like the yeah uh, his interpretation of it i think it's a, a different take
0: i dig it as well i think it could be interesting to look at the that final match through that prism for sure um so thanks scott appreciate the the question um, all right, Matt. Let's get on out of here. Thank you all so much for joining us. Uh, thanks to the questions from uh, uh, Michael Oricar, Deepak Mawar, and Scott Collins. Uh, Matt, what do we have to tell them?
1: Uh, hit the follow the show up on Twitter at Top Ten Show, all spelled out, and on uh, YouTube and Instagram. It is forward slash the Top Ten Podcast with the number ten. And you can follow me anywhere at Matt Nost.
0: And you can follow me at the Roca Says. Y'all take care of yourselves. Be well. And I'll talk to you next time with another brand new episode of Topic.